Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Honor System was victorious in the arena. Declan won over a mage at the auction, and with the help of Farthole Farch, they killed Lady Ethereum and identified Amazon's agents. What will happen when they locate Jeffcinda Bezos? And will Shoza prove to be a reliable friend or a dangerous enemy? Find up next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. Your assault on Jacinda Bezos uh, and the Amazon Empire is nigh. Uh, after some careful planning, uh, some investigation, and some rallying of allies, uh, we are on the eve of of the assault. Uh, the good news is that your investigations um, following uh, the MFT auction uh, have indeed been able to track the uh, the Amazon executives you you saw, um, and all reports uh, that uh, Tony and his crew, as well as the um, the twists, have been able to pull. Uh, seem to suggest that uh, for some reason, all of these executives have been making a number of unscheduled visits uh, to uh, a kind of obscure um, Amazon uh, processing facility uh, built in the lost city of the Planteers. Uh, as you know, uh, the lost city of the Planteers is kind of a, a wasteland um, that was uh, left in the wake of the uh, the disappearance of uh, the powerful uh Plantier clan ages ago, back in the age of magic. Um, as we, the audience, know, they escaped into Dumfeyrun, uh, where they set up shop. Uh, but for the people of 2099, um, it almost stands as like a uh, a Roanoke colony mystery, where just one day there were there was like a full civilization, and the next day it was an abandoned an abandoned nation. Um, we also, as we will also know from Dumfeyrun, uh, the Planteers run everything with magic. So a lot of their uh, buildings, architecture, everything else, um, have almost taken on the, the quality of Mayan ruins. Uh, it is, after all, sort of uh, a little bit north, whoa, northwest of Colt. Um, 
So a bit more of that architecture. Um, but there's a lot of, similar to modern uh, Mayan or Aztec ruins, there's a lot of things that were clearly um, incredibly powerful, incredibly intelligent, uh, incredibly functional that have ceased to function without uh, their creators' steady hands. And the knowledge of what made them work is lost. Um, in our case, of course, we know that magic is what made them work. But for, again, 2099, there's just a lot of like stonework and weird things. Uh, it's got a proper broken dungeon quality. As a result, um, many industrial facilities uh, have taken root there. Um, there's certainly more than enough space uh, to build. And uh, none has taken more advantage of this than Amazon, who's built a, a, a small, almost colony of fulfillment centers. Um, these weren't on your hit list uh, because they are relatively unremarkable. They are a mid-level cog in a tremendously powerful machine, uh, and certainly well below the the interests of uh, of, of Bezos himself. Um, what with you know the moon laser and the private island fortress and all, uh, a random processing facility in the middle of nowhere didn't exactly strike you as a worthy target. Uh, however, all of these executives, as well as several others now that um, Watch has been set up, uh, have been making trips uh, to and from uh, this facility um, almost daily um, in a variety of long stretch stretch limos, everything else. Uh, also worth noting, they are flying to these locations uh, in, in air vehicles. Um, so clearly, uh, as you saw from the MFT auction, uh, mages are in play. Um, as a result, um, the uh, Bourbon Sherbet dispatched a couple of his uh, his folks uh, out there. Um, you've been in, in fairly scattered contact with Bourbon. He's very busy um, rallying the mages and kind of carrying on Alan's request uh, to uh, to lead lead the mages by a code. Uh, she was very clear about that before she took the portal home. Uh, so he's doing his best to do that. Uh, after all, man's got to have a code. Um and he, uh, so he's in, in sporadic contact, uh, but he is aware of your mission. He's pledged his support um, to all all three of you, or uh, to both of you, Master Xanthuses, uh, Master Xanthi. Um, he, he wants to make sure that uh, he's got your back. So he has dispatched um, a team uh, that I think is probably led by Shosa uh, to go investigate uh, exactly what's going on at this facility. Um, so you're waiting um, currently uh, at your base of operations um, in uh, Neo Baldur's Gate. Um, what, uh, where do you think you guys ultimately set up? What's, what's a good hidey hole for you in, in Neil Bullard's game? We talked about you having established yourselves there, but what, uh, what kind of place do you think you have? I had an idea. I don't know about you, Ryan. Oh, go for it. I was thinking, um, old subway station, like one that is like not used, but can still connect to what would be the official Metro line that's running, I guess, on electricity again, instead of quantum energy, uh, benefits are that like it gives us a series of like entry points all over the city and stuff like that through like access uh, hatches and things like that. Um, and it's uh, if someone's coming after us, um, they've got to navigate a nest of tunnels, like just an absolute rat's nest of uh, dead end tunnels or, or other things like that, because New Baldur's Gate here has been built on kind of over and over and over again. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I'm 10,000% up for Ninja Turtles meets Ray Stevenson's The Punisher and Punisher Warzone-style home base. Yeah, yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Especially with, like, large forces coming after us, they have to get into tight tunnels where I can cut them up easy and you can just shoot down a tunnel. <laughs> like, really, really helps both of us. <coughs> so I think we, I think Honor System and, and Declan both both like that for uh, a defensive positioning in a, in a home base. 
Okay, great. So um, you've taken residence in uh, Minsk Station. Um, okay. That's uh, M-I-N-S-C. Uh, M- uh, M-I-N-S-C. Uh, so Minsk Station. Um, it's uh, notable for having a, a statue of kind of a, a large bald man out front who uh, who seems to have a small rodent in his hand. Um, Is he uh, the purple thing over his eye? Well, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's like a a, a metal statue, but yeah, uh, yeah, you you can see the, you know, they do as they do in metal stuff where like any face tattoos are like carved in, um, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, and then holding just a massive laser cannon uh, <laughs> cocked on his hip, um, so seemed appropriate. Uh, has weapons, is is kind of old, um, and is a disused station. Um, uh, as you say, things have been built upon, built upon, and increasingly. Uh, as the verticality of Neo um, Baldur's Gate took hold, um, the low-level trains didn't reach the parts of the city that people really wanted to go to nearly as much. So they started building kind of like higher and higher platforms, and the older stations became less and less useful to a point where um, many of them were discontinued. Gives you excellent access throughout uh, Neo Baldur's Gate. Um, often you have to like you know crack open some like boarded over holes and things, but. Yeah. Also, it was a long time Deus Ex player, like hiding in a subway station, using it to get around without people seeing. Mm, love it. Mm, chef's kiss. <laughs> um, so yeah. So you're you're waiting um, uh, at Min- Minsk station, um, and uh, you're waiting word from Shosa uh, and the mages. Um, you know that this is your target. You just kind of need to know what you're up against. Uh, again, in terms of allies, uh, you've chosen to ally yourself with. Um, uh, the twists and uh, with the escrow, um, they're all standing by, kind of on on your word. Uh, unfortunately, the the twists are a bit of a wild card um, because they can't stop taking work during all of this. So they're they're on side. They're going to help as best they can, but they also aren't. Like you don't know who you'll get because they can't just keep everyone like on standby in case uh, something exciting happens. Right. And uh, the other uh, allied group, as I mentioned, that you have is uh, whatever the hell Bourbon Sherbet's been up to in the woods. Um, so, um, <laughs> is there anything, um, any final preparations you'd want to do before you get the lay of the land uh, on this this uh, fulfillment center situation? Um. And we can also say that this has been over the past few days because it's taken a few days to get all this this shit sorted. Okay, we have yeah. Sorry, go go right ahead. Uh, I was gonna say so. Brain wipe. That's got to fucking happen in case he gets taken alive over the course of this. So that's on Declan's to do list. And knowing that we got Tony around, thumbs up to that. Yeah. Uh, we probably like. I feel like Declan would want to back channel to House Duarden to just let them know what's up. They show up, they don't show up, up to them, but like we're doing an assault. Something's happening at this date. Because they're honestly a pretty good backup plan, even if we all get fucking murdered, which is just like House Duarden knows, like, here's a pamphlet for when the world fucking ends (laughs) (laughs) from the Zeus cannon bastards. Yeah. Um, And then I think it's just like tooling up, keeping his guns ready, trying to collect weapons where they can, like probably going out and just ripping off random like synergy ink people as they come stumble home from bars to like get more guns to just arm whoever's coming to help. Sure. And yeah. Uh, um, and honor system, anything you'd want to do? Um, knowing that mages are on contract for something, uh, I think we would probably be looking at some sort of ma- mage countermeasure. Um, 
the thing that comes to mind is those collars that were put to very effective use uh, in Dumb Faerun. But I don't know if that's a thing here that like negate people's magic. Um, I don't know if we'd be uh, able to research or source anti-mage kind of weapons or yeah, anything like that. You would have um, you would have encountered those in the stack um, in in future future past as well. Yeah, the catch is since all knowledge of mages was kind of snuffed. I don't know that you'd actually be able to find like this would be pretty much like house typhus like hard. Well, if, I mean, if someone the, made if, them. If um, the research is this shit is su- ultra rare and like super hard to come by and you can't get it, then that's what the research yields. And yeah, we just know that going in. We're like, okay. Yeah, I think that's the situation. Talking, but uh, I will say uh, what I can offer you is um, re- like that's the direction you can have, uh, you can have given Bourbon Sherbert, which mm-hmm. is like we know we know we're up against mages rather than like – we need you to play like an offense. We need you to be like our like throw all the offensive magic you have around. It could be like counter the mages as best you can is I think a perfectly reasonable use for them, which is like we this is the question mark we don't know how to deal with. Can you deal with that? And that mm-hmm. is something that they can they can be exploring. Um, if that makes sense, that yeah, works for it, me as long as uh, Declan wouldn't want to assign bourbon to something else. I think that would make sense to Declan because if the idea is that us, the twists, and the escrow are the like assault forces, and then our mages just counterbalance their mages, so it's a straight fight, that would sound good to Declan on the scale cool. of things. All right, yeah, great. Okay, so we reassign that. Um, yeah, Declan, you get your message through um, back channels to House Dewarden. Um, what your uh, the twists have been able to tell you about. House to Warden is um, they have set up uh, active and aggressive shop um, in the uh, the Nairfrost crater um, and uh, seem to be uh, in the process of um, building a new city there. Um, it's it's early days, but with all of the displaced drow um, from the uh, as you recall, like the Underdark was strip mined and doesn't really exist here. Um, they are currently in the process of, of building uh, what they've tentatively dubbed, but invariably will become the name, uh, the Above Dark, um, a reconstruction of Menzo Baranzin um, made of, like, the fallen city. So it's somewhere between Menzo Baranzin, as you, we saw it when we went there in, in Dum Dums, and, like, Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, where it's just, like, a weird city made of garbage built on levels above more garbage, Um but uh, particularly with the Driders uh, being able to mechanically skitter everywhere with supplies and things, like they're they're building this thing at a rapid, rapid rate. Um, and uh, of course, there's no one there to stop them because there's no anything right now. <laughs> Honestly, that they probably are the faction that make the most sense to Declan currently, and he would not have an objection to like we're building a home for displaced people in the ruin of a city. He'd be like, "All right, we find some fucking good ones over there." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, they just gotta scratch that word "house" out of the title, and I'll be on that team for a bit. So uh, there's no word back, uh, but you know your message has been has been delivered. Great. Um, so in terms of Tony and the brain wipe, um, I think it's safe to say that Tony probably set up shop here in Neo Baldur's Gate as well. Waterdeep is a little too, even post the fall of Conglomerata. Um, I feel like they're any regulators who lived there likely just became like the city police. Um, 
it's a huge metropolis, so very easy to just go from being a a national force to a, a regional one. Um, so not great for criminals. Um, and uh, there's more, even though they're still dealing with all the quantum issues, there's more business as usual in, in Waterdeep right now than there is almost anywhere else. Um, so terrible place for for Chainsaw Linetti to, uh, to tuck in. So um, he's tucked in here. He's in rough shape. Um, he's very much in like a, a Rise of Skywalker Palpatine uh, slash Emperor on his Golden Throne scenario where like, there's not a lot of them left uh, from uh, from the Nair Frost strike, but being a technically minded guy, um, he's uh, almost got a bit of the. This is like the third metaphor, but bear with me. Um, uh, almost the mojo from the X Men thing going, where it's just like he's torso um, and one arm, and then he's on that like Palpatine gimbaled arm um, that kind of moves him around to space. Um, he's had to go into business with. Uh, he, he's had to go to work for a former rival. Uh, it's the only way that he he could kind of get what he needed um, after he was carted here. Um, so he is uh, he's working closely um, with uh, Drungar Grameen, um, who is known as uh, like. Chainsaw, you at least knew, like, I think you knew him pre-war, right? You guys grew up together, I think. Um, so he's shady, but he's your kind of shady. Uh, Drengar Grameen is is on the wrong side of that um, in terms of, like, uh, black market, bio-augmentation, all that sort of stuff. Um, he gets into the, 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 the grosser side of that and is, is definitely less savory. Um, uh, but... Apparently quite accomplished, but definitely like, you know, those like the, the bad neighborhoods you go to in Blade Runner to get like a bucket full of eyes. It's this guy. Um, so you make your way uh, to Drungar's uh, uh, shop. Um, he is uh, located in the back of um, a sort of like mid-range electronics store. Um, it is uh, a little bit like, I mean, I've got a bunch of these places up near me right now where they're like a post office that's selling like boxed PC software and like disc six of lost season. Oh yeah. Um, And like they deliver it. Like you can pick up packages there. No one really knows why they're there. And they're absolutely any key cut there. Yeah. Any key, any key. (laughs) We do fobs, we do everything. And then it's just a bunch of like cables from technology that doesn't exist anymore. It's that kind of joint where it's very I'm just clearly picturing from. prop Joe's shop from the wire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it's that kind of joint, but uh, Drungar's reputation, both as someone that like, you don't go to Drungar unless you really need him, but when you really need him, he's your guy. Honestly, he's who you probably would have gone to for your chest. If you had been near Neo Baldur's gate, um, so everyone kind of leaves him alone um, in much of the same way as it happens in the wire. Just kind of like we all collectively recognize you're a valuable <laughs> sort of pivot point for the whole underworld here. Uh, we, we don't mess with you um, unless we're Marlo. So um, you uh, you arrive there, uh, Declan, and do you bring honor system or is this a thing you got to do alone? 
Uh, he'd bring honor system because there has to be a certain amount of data not being available to Linetti. Because frankly, if he gives Linetti all of his memories, Linetti's a data addict who trades in information. So he kind of needs Linetti to do the surgery and honor system to deal with the actual info in his brain. Otherwise, he's broadcasting this to the world instead of hiding yeah. it. Gotcha. Uh, also, honor system, you've been fully patched up um, between uh, now and then. Yeah. Um, you now do have some some additional like bits uh, that uh, have been added from uh, the destroyed Blackhawk unit, uh, as well as, you know, the chop shops that you you had to visit to, to get rebuilt. So still, I think, in the form you described, but you've got a little bit of extra, um, like, uh, off-market bits on you now um, around the damaged shoulder, Okay, um, I think, specifically. Um, so, uh, yeah, you arrive at, uh, at, at Drungar's... Um, uh, it is called uh, Radio Shack, uh, a, an entirely made up, unique fantasy store uh, for anyone <laughs> born post 2000. Um, <laughs> they can't sue us anymore. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, no, I'm going to put my own spin. It's, it's Radio Shark. Uh, and the, um, the, the sign is like uh, just a full like left shark from that Katy Perry uh, halftime show. But with like headphones on um, and like little like radio antenna coming up from them. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, their, their slogan is radios and loan sharking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, we'll get you. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Oh, friend, Misa Farthall here to tell you about exciting Patreon. You know, only for $25 a month, you can send your own friend into Dum Dum's land. That's right, I call from hell to tell you you can help your friend. Want butthole not die? Oh, praise bubble. You for $25, pick NPC, design, send into Dum Dum's and Dragons, save butthole life. He need it, otherwise he die. What about King Quimby? He need friend too. $25, send friend to King Quimby. $25 a month and you get thank you from God. That's right, come down from best God ever. Say thank you at the end of every episode. You just have to go to patreon.com slash dice. That's right, a D-U-M-B, funny word, D-U-M-B, funny word, D-I-C-E, useful thing. Send friends to save my friends, please. Also, you get an ad-free feed or something. You arrive at Radio Shark, and um, uh, you know, uh, coming in through the the front door, it it's the kind of place that has cameras everywhere, despite how shitty all of the stuff on on the shelves um, is. Uh, but uh, you start to make your way in. Um, you see, uh, like like a Palm Pal, uh, the um, at this point almost Neolithic precursor to the iPal. Uh, it's got a little stylus um, and uh, like, you know, golden back with just like that floating black text. Um, and it follows you with Tamagotchi eyes as you you walk past it. Uh, you think you hear it say, please buy, please buy. 
Um, but uh, the speaker is kind of shitty, so you don't you don't fully hear. Um, and uh, yeah, you make your way to the counter. Um, behind the counter is um, uh, a- another uh, data addict. Um, Ryan uh, Declan knows how to spot these these folks pretty easily now. Um, this is a a, a drow, um, and uh, he looks like shit. Uh, you can imagine with the internet down, data addicts are having a bad fucking time, uh, and he is sitting there looking at an encyclopedia, an honest to god paper encyclopedia, and he's just pouring over it, muttering to himself uh, as as you approach. He's also uh, wearing a uh, completely. Uh, like incongruous, uh, like shark apron, um, with, uh, with the slogan. And you can tell it's got like a money belt and a bunch of radio parts, uh, just in case anyone really wants to cash in on that name. Greetings. We're here looking for Linetti. <clears throat> oh, L- Linetti. That's a, that's a, that's, that's letter L. Um, and he flips to, um, L, uh, and he says, light bringer what the hell is a light bringer uh, and then just looks up at you he's like can you tell me what kind of weapon a light bringer is light bringer it says I'll also see moon sounds like a flashlight there we go flashlight, it's a big flashlight. old flashlight i'll check f f good 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 oh, no, good no 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 the netty's a person he he works here apparently he's a person yeah he came from Linetti, tony lenetti he, he won't he won't he won't be he won't be in here then Willie, he just won't be in here because someone wrote all of this stuff down and, and doesn't update it. It's all just, and he like grabs a pen and he just writes and then he says, I'll, I'll find him for you, but you need to tell me who he is so I can add him. I need to add him to my internet. Honor System like looks at Declan like, are we wasting our time here? Declan shrugs <laughs> and it's just like, what, what is Honor System's faceplate display for this to be a silent exchange? We, I think, have been together so long that there is nothing on the faceplate. You just know. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. He just looks over. Declan shrugs, looks back and is like, yeah, I yeah. really need to speak with Lynetti. Otherwise I'm going to have to find somebody else. And then I won't pay you nothing. I I, I, I will find, I will, I will find your Mr. Lynetti. I just, I need to add him to this or he can't exist. Everything that exists is captured somewhere on the net and this is the net now. So what is, what is Chainsaw Lanetti? He's a person and he like writes in like uh, Tony is honestly, his handwriting is impeccable for uh, someone who's in mad withdrawal. Um, uh, what, what, what I, I need three facts about Tony, the Chainsaw Lanetti so that I, I will know. He's a person. Uh, he's person. an information addict. And information right now addict. he's working for Drungar. Oh, Oh, you mean Tony? Yeah. That's who I mean. Yeah, I, I can introduce you to Tony. Sure thing, sure thing. But that's good. That's good. I should have put him in here. That's smart. That's smart. You're very smart. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna add you when you come back out. So so stay tuned. But I feel like I owe you one now because you've you've helped me. Uh, you've helped the net. You've helped everyone. You've helped everyone today. And he just reads the passage two or three times to himself, nods and says, um, "Okay, uh, you know you'll have to you'll have to go through Drengar, right?" Well, I mean, I didn't know that, but now I do. So I guess I'd like to speak to Drengar. All right. Well, I'll show you to both of them. Um, but uh, yeah, Tony, uh, well, he's 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 indebted. He's indebted. And as you know, here at Radio Shark, we take debts very seriously. He points at the button on his shirt that says, we, it has a little shark bite out of the corner. It says, we take debts very seriously. Um, and he, uh, he leads you back. 
um, the shop opens up into um, sort of a, a, a massive um, uh, kind of like matrix um, where they plug everyone in bay. So there's kind of like a massive central big electrical generator um, running. Um, and uh, you can see uh, Chainsaw Lanetti, what's left of him, um, kind of moving about on this gimbaled arm um, that's uh, kind of moving him between um, schematics. And you see that uh, similar um, to what uh, Ooze out front was doing, he is um, he's annotating stuff by hand. Uh, and he looks awful. Like he, you know, like when John Goodman um, plays like a character who's living rough, where it seems like his whole face sags and just like, you know, you look at him and you see just the wariness of ages. It's kind of that situation. He's been unplugged for for a while now. And um, though he hasn't slipped into kind of um, the sort of obsessive detail mindedness of ooze out front, he's he's definitely not doing great. Um, but uh, you can see he's like updating schematics by hand uh, and kind of doing old circuit diagrams uh, and that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, sitting kind of under this massive generator, um, in front of an old computer that is powered electrically, uh, you see Drungar, uh, Grameen, um, Drungar is a, um, uh, he's a dragonborn, um, who just is like, which is a rarity here in 2099. Um, and, uh, he, he also kind of looks like a petrified tree. Like just real scraggly face, um, skin is cracked and broken. Um, not like you know in a fleshy oozy way, just in like a too much time in the sun um, kind of way. Uh, and the left side of his body is just a complex series of burns. Um, he wears a, a, a sort of a jumpsuit tied at the waist, um, uh, and uh, has augmentations kind of all over the place. He honestly looks a little bit like what you looked like when you went into the uh, the auction. With your like chest plate, like clearly someone who's kind of been rebuilt um, from the the bottom up. Uh, and as you come in, uh, he's got um, two organic eyes and a third uh, mechanical eye in the center of his forehead. Um, he just uh, turns and he says, "I don't know you, and I don't much care for people I don't know." Well, if it I'll makes you feel- the radio shark. Well, if it makes you feel any better, most people who know me don't like me either. So my name's Declan, uh, and I need to borrow the chainsaw for a fucking brain job. Um, and uh, his organic eyes turn to chainsaw while his mechanical eye stays on you. Um, and he just says, Is this true, puppet? And uh, chainsaw, like, awkwardly shifts... Uh, he does look a little bit like a hand puppet on a, a weird mechanical arm because when it moves, like his his whole body kind of lurches uncomfortably. Um, so it turns around and he sees you, and there's there's a legitimate spark of joy in his eyes, which is odd because that's not really your relationship. Um, but uh, he just says, in a in a now like uh, one of those like robo synth voices, just says, "Oh yes, Declan, Declan McCready, one of my oldest acquaintances. It is good to see you." alive you require brain services how did your friend fare and then his eyes kind of dart left and right he says did she ask about me yes she's uh she's a big old uh fan of yours as, as she was of everyone she's doing good she's back home thumbs up all around uh but yeah we, i need you to do stuff with a brain wait when you say back home do you mean somewhere i can send mail perhaps 
fan mail or flowers. And like uh Drungar just starts laughing into his fist like this is the saddest thing he's ever seen, but he's a sociopath, so that's great for him. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, we might be going somewhere to, where that might be possible. We're teamed up with some mages and shit, so all good. Oh good. Oh good. I thought I missed my chance with her. Not yet. Uh, that is good. Yes. That is that is great. That is the best news I have heard in some time. That is the only news I have heard in some time. It is good to see you, Declan. And then he turns and says, Master, can I assist my oldest acquaintance with his brain work? Uh, and Drungar um, turns. And like, honestly, the shark motif is actually pretty accurate for this guy when he grins. Uh, just like teeth at all angles um, uh, clearly have been shattered and regrown. Um, some are, are metallic. Uh, you, you have the distinct shine of a broken CD uh, that seems to be lodged in his, his jaw. Um, and kind of cracked into a tooth shape. Um, and uh, he says, well, that depends, Pat. What can these people do for old Grimane? Um So, uh, Ryan, uh, I'm going to need a check from you, please, uh, to see if you can convince uh, Drungar of your, uh, of your worth. Uh, what's, what's your play here? What, uh, what are you rolling? Uh, you can go with uh, Deception. You can go with intimidation persuasion uh, if you have something you think is of value to him you can barter um the you can roll a gambling check if you feel so inclined um what is oh, what's man. your play here um you can also i will say use a streetwise if you want to get a sense of what this guy is and what he's about yeah uh, yeah do you know what i think he'll make a play for a hint that he might be able to drop and then maybe we can play it as a streetwise because he's going to sure. guess what this guy might be into uh, you know what I might be able to trade for you now is uh, a piece of information about the whole MFT auction market that just, uh, shall we say, the bottom fell out of yesterday. So there's a bit of a power vacuum. And as you know, power abhors a vacuum and it loves people with large teeth. So it might be of interest to you. Uh, go ahead and roll your check, please. That is a nine. Nine. Um he uh, gestures broadly uh, around the room and says, Tell me, Meatbag, do you see any mages here? Well, I mean, no. That could have been something that could change. All right, system, you're up. What is it that you value? Um, and uh, he does, like... He looks you up and down in almost a, a like checking you out way um, because again at this point um, a the Ronin droids never really made it to market mm. uh, they were supposed to they were on their way out when uh, the city got blown up and most of them got destroyed so um, he's never seen a robot like you before also with all the modifications you've made um, and the fact that you're like a, a sentient free willed robot there's a lot going on that that uh, is of interest to him. Uh, and he says, well, I do like interesting technology. I wouldn't have opened a Radio Shark franchise if I didn't. You seem different than the other robots I've seen. Tell you what, you let me run a scan, see how you work. I'm not going to tinker with anything. I'm not going to mess with you. I just want a copy so I can look through it and see what's going on here. So you let me run some diagnostics on you for my files. And sure, you can talk to my puppet for a bit. 
Declan's uh, going to look over at Honor System and just raise an eyebrow. And in that way that they've known each other a very long time, that's just the like, if you stab this guy, we'll just kill everyone in the building look. Uh, <laughs> just handing full diplomatic control over. Yeah. Uh, I think on our private subdermal channel, uh, Honor System says, I don't think I have any problem with this person scanning me. However, I already have knowledge of Seamus, and so that would mean knowledge of Seamus being on file here, and I know that's not something you want. Yeah, no. At the same time, it would mean technically you'd have given a version of yourself into ownership of another person, which I think is against your code. So this is a a hard no on the scale of things. Uh, So after, from his perspective, just a brief pause, um, Honor System kind of focuses on him once again and says, uh, uh, what else do you value? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, he uh, grins uh, and says, uh, information is always welcome, though it must be backed by something other than broad statements and he kind of looks looks at Declan with with uh some degree of disdain um my street sharks always appreciate the inside scoop about what's up that said for the use of my puppet I'm going to need something special and he kind of looks at Frederick and he looks at Legion and he says if you won't give me the diagnostics one of your weapons would do fine I think immediately, like, our system is ready to answer, like, we will not part with our weapons. And I will not part with my puppet. Uh, And with that, he flicks a hand up, and uh, Tony flies at a rapid speed into the ceiling, uh, and his head bursts like a grape. Declan swings down his assault rifle that he has built out of the cannon he took off of the Blackhawk, and he's just going to light this motherfucker up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Go ahead and roll your attack. All righty. Does this count as surprise? Do I have advantage? I feel like he might know this is coming. This feels like it's pretty straight up. Yes. No. You're a man with a rifle whose friend he just killed. Uh, That is a nat 20. All right, Um, so uh, we can save rolling damage. Uh, You open up, um, and he grins broadly um, because, uh, you know, the second you open fire, uh, uh, one of the energy shields that you remember from the the, the fully functional, non-kind of uh, janky uh, Ronin droids pops up. So that, like, bubble shield from um, uh, the Phantom Menace around the Droidica. Um, And uh, he just grins away... um, but you know it's the damnedest thing. When you run a robot fighting ring, you know that sometimes people are going to have shields. And so sometimes when you have a giant kind of obsolete toy robot, you just coat those bullets in something that makes those shields less effective. So he's just grinning away as the bullets like start like boring. Like they're still like the, the first few are, are doing that like matrix drop off from when Neo holds out his hand. But then the ones behind are starting to bore through. Um, and there's just a moment of him being like, but he was just a puppet uh, before um, they rip through uh, rip through his chest. And again, made of metal, 
very powerful. It's got some good stats, but you're old in that 20 and you have a gun specifically built to melt robots. Um, your future clip won't be able to do this, uh, but the the one you still have that was in in place from fighting honor system slash strong winner certainly does. Uh, so bullets rip through his chest. Um, he stumbles backward doing that, like uh, being blown apart, sunny dance from uh, the Godfather um, uh, before kind of slamming into a, a rack full of tools um, and, uh, and, and collapsing down with, with a brand new hole in his chest, um, uh, just sort of quietly smoking away. The, the barrel on Declan's rifle just smokes as it uh, cycles down. Uh, to paint the picture, it was originally, I'm thinking if you said assault cannon on this thing, probably like one of those three barrel spinning chain gun style setups on the, the Blackhawk. Sure. Yeah, he stripped two of those barrels off. So now it's just one of those drum fed, almost looks like a Tommy gun, but in a, you know, Borderlands meets Blade Runner style way. Uh, does this guy have like a throne or something? Uh, uh, no, he's got like a gamer chair that is very well used and badly stained. What do you mean then? Um, That's his throne for sure. Yeah, sorry, he does have a throne. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Great. He's, uh, he's got a throne. <laughs> On that note, um, if you're looking for a throne of your own, Secret Lab, uh, <laughs> if you use promo code, I can get uh, some free chair cleaner. So, uh, hit me up. Yeah, but, uh, so... Duncan will, or Declan, fuck, there you go. I got one, guys. There's number uh, two. Declan will, uh, will gesture to honor system say, bring in a guy from outside. And he's just going to kick the corpse over in front of the, like, gamer chair. And then he's going to sit on the gamer chair and wait for honor system to bring in. I can't read. I don't even uh, think his name is Ooze. Uh, Ooze, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't get him. His name is Oozling. Um, so you bring in Ooze. Um, yep. And... Uh, said, oh, good. So uh, you're going to give me your names. Now. Oh, hello, Ooze. My name, My name is Declan McCready. My name and, is Honor System. Yes. And we now own this, <laughs> this, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Radio, Radio Shark. Radio Shark. We, we Great. care the about loans. This is my franchise now. The street sharks are ours, and you need to put Chainsaw Linetti back together or you're going to die. And he's just going to point to Linetti the puppet. Um, um, it's like brain leaks from the uh, <laughs> ceiling. He says, Okay, uh, and he goes out and he gets his encyclopedia and he comes back. And he picks up a roll of duct tape and he flips to anatomy. Uh, and he goes, All right, uh, and slowly but surely he starts packing bits back in and duct taping the head shut. Um, oh, Chainsaw Linetti's head was meat and bone still? Yes, it burst like a grape. Right. Uh, okay. He was, he was, he meant so little to uh, Drungar that he just drove him into the ceiling and killed him. Um, but uh, Ooze is doing his best. Um, he keeps poking bits back in as they slurp out. Um, and uh, <laughs> Declan's going to shove both class out and be like, I don't think this is going to fucking work. No. <laughs> Uh, um, and then, to your surprise, uh, on your sub-vocalization system, you hear, don't worry, I had a backup plan. Ha 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 Who's the puppet now, bitch? Who's the puppet now? Um, and uh, you, uh, you get a ping um, <laughs> from the Palm Pal um, out in the, uh, the main room um, that just says, I made a backup. Ha 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 ha. Please buy me. Uh, <laughs> the trick here is 
I made a backup. Ha 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 ha. Could be. <laughs> could be our friend, or it could be the villain who killed our friend that we murdered. Uh, can I pick but, up this Palm Pilot thing and like type into it? Sure. So, yeah. Like as like a means of communication and say you could also uh, write with the stylus, but you have to link all the letters, otherwise it won't be able to read it. Yeah, no, because then it's just going to say "eat up, Martha." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will uh, enter into it. Uh, uh, is this Linetti? Yes, this is Linetti. I was worried that eventually he would kill me, but my options were limited. I could not store all of my mind. There were. Only a small micro SD card, but I got most of it. Ha 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 ha. Alive. <laughs> okay, then I'll pick up the Palm Pilot. Um, and if uh, Homie had a like a gamer chair, I'm assuming there's some sort of sweet rig that he's got set up over there too. You best believe there is. And, like a fucking cooling system and all but that shit. But it's completely dead because it ran on Quantum. Oh. He does have an old computer though. He's got like a, a proper like CRT old fucking like tower uh that uh, he was working off of can we jury rig that with the puppet setup that clear that still clearly worked and had power because declan is both good at hacking and robotics so if there was a way to give me two two of those checks please uh to see what you're able to rig up hacking is a 16 Mm -hmm. and robotics is a 13. Okay, so I'm going to say... Um, We're going to Dr. Zola this shit? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think... Um, Ryan, what's your, your intent with this? You want to, yeah, Dr. Zola, like stick stick the uh, the Palm Pal on on the, the gimbaled arm? Um, uh, either, yeah, put that on the gimbaled arm if we can give him access to the old computer so he has some control. That you or, can definitely do. Yeah. yeah, or if there's no way, if he's smart enough with this test to be like, well, this is all going to be fucking dog shit, then it's like, fuck, we're going to have to find a robot to plug this asshole into. No, no, no. I think, um, so you plug him into the the central computer. The computer does have big, thick cables running out of it to everything. Um, I think if your mechanics uh, role had been higher, or robotics role, rather, had been higher, yep. you could have, like, Dr. zola did. Instead, you're able to just, like, plug it in using like one of those old USB cords that is always around and multiplies secretly when you're not looking. Uh, you're like, I need a new one. Nope, just a bunch of the old ones. Hmm. Um, so you manage to, to plug him in and uh, he jerks the the gimbaled arm around um, and with some effort like raises the, the corpse arm um, as well as some of the mechanical arms. So you get the sense he can use the gimbaled body now. Ooze um, is like, I did it! Uh, as this this body starts to, to move around. Um, the danger is, of course, Declan, you want this thing to do brain surgery on you. So... Declan has rapidly you? adapted his brain surgery idea to the machine telling Honor System how to do it because Honor System has tremendous precision with blades and other things. So he can take instructions that are very <clears throat> literal and Linity is a tremendously literal person. Okay. Uh, so Honor System... Um, I'm going to need, I think probably a sleight of hand, uh, I'm pretty or, good sleight of hand. Yeah. So let's go sleight of hand. I think over medicine, cause you're not actually trying to do, you're just following instructions. Yeah. Um, uh, ooze helps you prep the, the room. Luckily, like they had to build Linetti into this gimbaled arm anyway. So all the tools are there. Um, and Declan, basically they're going to try and, uh, extend your neural net 
further into your brain and then hack that in order to um, uh, erase uh, the memory you're after. Uh, on our system, you'll be doing the actual physical work. Um, Ooze will be assisting you, and uh, Chainsaw Lanetti will be explaining. He complains the whole time about not being able to do this because it's literally like like a surgeon like looking through a, a paper tube and then yelling instructions and then looking back through the tube to see like what you're doing and how well you're it's going. But uh, you know, it's better than nothing. So honor okay. system. Uh go ahead and Ryan, I'm gonna need from you a fortitude save. And just so I have the correct context, are we um erasing this memory or are we removing it so that it can be put back later? Uh I think it would be functionally the same because the idea was that you'd be the backup with all the information and okay. Declan would have none. So, okay. okay. Functionally the same. Okay. So I think maybe what we'll say then is uh, we can treat this as a data transfer kind of situation yeah. where like um, basically <laughs> it'll be two file folders and we'll just see all <laughs> the right. documents fly over, but it's <laughs> on like a windows 95 computer. So like, they're going to be really kind of, janky and there's gonna be a little yeah. spinning hourglass paper airplane is going there are yeah. five yeah, minutes remaining there are three days and 46 <laughs> seconds remaining there yes <laughs> hey it looks like you're trying to erase all memories of your son can i help with that no clippy get the fuck out of here, here um all right cool so uh let's let's see how that goes so my sleight of hand was a 15 total and my fortitude save was a 19 19 okay so you're good on both fronts um, the nice thing is, like, Declan, you're already kind of rigged for this sort of stuff. You have a mechanical eye. Like, there's a bunch of ways to get around this. It's not like with Alan, where it was literally, we need to go up through your nose and implant something deep into your brain. Um, so between everyone, um, the surgery actually goes remarkably well. Um, uh, honor system, you're flooded um, with uh, memories, and I think also the regrets, uh, something that you didn't necessarily know that Declan was carrying around, because how how could you? you these mm -hmm. are completely foreign feelings. It's like when Data first gets emotions on Star Trek and he's like, what? Um, there's just a lot there that you you weren't privy to previously. Um, what kind of effect do you think that has on our system, if any? I think his voice changes again. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So um, the data transfer is complete. Um, Declan, uh, you wake up. Um, Ooze looks like shit, but is also thrilled because he's been able to uh, observe... Uh, new processes and has learned things. So as a data addict, this is actually pretty great. Um, the uh, the Palm Pal uh, is is like shooting little fireworks on its digital display, um, in, but they're really just like black lines that explode into other black lines. Yeah, uh, it's using all of his battery to do it, but it's it's worth it. Uh, so Declan, uh, you awake um, oddly light. Um, you you still feel the the guilt and loss of your unit. Um, but you know what? Like you took down the conglomerata, you killed a bunch of CEOs, um, and uh, you're closing in on Jeff Bezos. Everything seems pretty rad. I am living my fucking best life. Okay. Um, here's the question: System and/or Linetti? Who's yeah? What's up over here? As you will. Um, the street sharks are they organized enough that we can use them in an assault on a corporate stronghold? And if not. Lanetti, can you run them from inside that computer with uh, ooze here so we can just leave you your own little empire? Yes, that sounds more appropriate. They are mostly loan sharks. Dot, dot, dot. Get it? Because of yeah. the loans. 
So yeah, we, we can it. provide resources and perhaps resources of a financial nature and perhaps resources of a technical nature or a weapon nature. Resources for days, but they will be useless in a fight unless you are going up against desperate people who desperately needed credits and turned to bad people to get them. In which case, we can send the street sharks and they will rough them up. All right, so we'll we'll come back to you for supplies, but we'll leave you your own little criminal empire. Just don't turn into a house or go corporate or some fucking shit. Ugh, corporate, no. My only goal is more data. More data. I would also say revenge on Drungar, but LOL, LOL, LOL. You might want to make sure he didn't back himself up uh, as well. Oh, shit. I did not consider that. Uh, I must go now. Um, and you see, like, just the, those green lines start scanning across the computer as it begins to work his way through it. Um, honestly, based on what you've learned, uh, you suspect that uh, the odds of uh, Drungar backing himself up on this kind of rig are so low. He probably does on the sexy gaming computer, but it's not plugged into anything anymore. Um, so he'll just stay forever trapped in a prison of his own making. Um but um, Ooze says, yeah, uh, th- th- thank-, thank you both. Um, this is super helpful. Honestly, the, the-, the puppet thing was really spooky and I hated it, but I can definitely run the front desk. Um, listen, uh, I-, I-, uh, I guess my new uh, manager uh, said he could help hook you up with stuff. Um, do you need weapons or anything? Grenades? Um, we-, 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 we I think we have some of those. Fabulous. We'll take the whole arsenal and we may be calling for vehicles later. You know, consider us like one of those corporate, you know, entities that's joined you only. We're going to strip mine you for parts because we need him for a war. Okay, that's fine. Honestly, here at Radio Shark, we always knew a corporate raider would come and destroy us. I don't Uh, like being a corporate raider. Let's call ourselves freedom fighters, like all justified people have in the entire history of this world. Yeah, great. We'll just help your terrorist maneuvers. That's fine. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, I Uh, like that. (laughs) Well, here's a box of grenades. Have yourself a sharky day. Um, A not-for-profit terrorist organization. (laughs) (laughs) uh, <laughs> a terrorist commune, if you will. <laughs> Everyone gets equal amount of guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so you uh, you make your way um, back to uh, Minsk, Minsk Station. Um, and uh, just on the way, Tom, because I just want to deal with one thing that would exist in the world. System, yeah. what do we do to you back in there? Because there's kind of this point I can't remember, and now you talk different. What do you mean I talk different? You don't sound the same. You sound more people-y. Remember how this you used how, to sound full? This is how I've always spoken. I, I've, I've never... You've mentioned this before. I have always had the same vocal pattern and the same way I speak. This is just how my previous unit and the Ronin unit's vocalizers work. Oh, my it God. Sounds, it get, sounds exactly the same to me. Are you getting frustrated with me right now? What? No, I don't get frustrated. What the what what the what? <laughs> it is terrifying Just, for Declan yeah. to hear a robot's like speakers do an exhausted inhale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a creature that does not breathe. Yeah, and then just yeah, uh, <laughs> honor systems faceplate starts like flashing like a strobe. Just what what is? Hold on a second. And then this flashing stops, and he looks back at you. He's like, "I'm fine. I don't know what that was. It's fine." I mean, I could tell you what it was. You're you're feeling things. Whatever the fuck we did to you in there. Well, I can't tell you what we did because you asked me not to, which you won't remember 
or you might because it's not directly related to what we took out. I mean, but <laughs> we took it I, out because you really didn't want it falling into enemy hands. Well, I mean, okay. I was going to say that doesn't sound like me until that last bit. And then that definitely does sound like me. So yes, I'm assuming I can delete it. You can't. So I've got it for now. Okay, good, good. And I remembered if you get captured, I got two minutes to save you before you give it up, right? Right, yeah. Okay, we can do this. Uh, I'm a little worried about you having feelings, but who knows? Maybe you'll get even more fun out of killing, which could be nice for you. Maybe. We'll have to, we'll, we'll find out the next time I kill someone. Okay, we got to go back and just look at a series of images on a screen and see if anything makes you happy. I want to oh, know what fucking happens. Declan, like, and Otter System goes to like pinch the bridge of a non-existent nose. <laughs> and then it's like, what am I doing with my hand right now? We don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for that. We have a goddamn revolution to plan. Oh, yeah, that'll be nice. Okay, we can do that. I, I will just say abstractly, I'm loving a world where Declan is not as brooding. He's <laughs> fucking miserable now. <laughs> It's very. Uh, I took your sunshine. brain, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, uh, as, as you kind of have this conversation, you make your way back to Mink Station, um, and uh, you're happy uh, to find that um, uh, Shosa is back. Um, uh, Sublime is there as well. Uh, Carmine has has showed up, um, and they've actually been having a little council of war without you. Um, but uh, you know, as is the way when when proper villains get together, um, they've actually put together a pretty solid plan. Um, it would seem that uh, what Shosa and uh, some of the uh, Bourbon Sherbet's mages uh, have determined is uh, Bezos has actually been using magic to conceal um, a massive facility beyond uh, the uh, the fulfillment center. Um, they seem to have tapped into the old uh, plantier magic uh, with some of their MFTs uh, and as a result have been um, developing uh, sort of a massive platform uh, and some kind of vehicle. Um, that uh, uh, is built on kind of a massive superstructure um, and uh, and pointed toward the sky. Uh, they've been packing mages into this thing like crazy, uh, and um, apparently the uh, you know whatever's going to go down is going down like tomorrow. Um, so the good news is that despite everything that's happened in the world, Amazon has one of the best return policies. Uh, that anyone has ever found. And as a result, uh, Carmine having some of his uh, displaced um, sort of like mid-level law types has looked through all the fine print and you can return almost anything. Uh, so his squads have been out there um, just getting the biggest fucking things they can find, breaking them, getting the boxes, and have basically come up with a Trojan horse scheme. Shipping themselves back. That's really awesome. To return yourself to this facility for a full refund or store credit. Um, now the facility itself, uh, obviously to get beyond it, you'll have to fight your way through, but at the very least, this will get you on site, um, in, uh, in the storage facilities. Um, you've got your allies, uh, you've got your weapons, your timeline is, is rapidly burning down. Um, but you've got everything you need uh, to make your final assault with the exception of bourbon sherbet's mages. And as if on cue. Uh, Bourbon Sherbert in his like thin skeletal, um, like I'm very much thinking um, uh, the battle droids from uh, the Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars prequels. So just like super skinny, like discount uh, clothes hanger robots um, wearing his like robe uh, with his, <clears throat> his improvised staff. 
um, enters with uh, with two figures uh, over his his left and right shoulder, and you can hear like a bunch of like talking and like the occasional magic missile going off outside, um, kind of into the disused tunnel. Uh, and it would seem the mages uh, have arrived uh, to offer their assistance. Um, and uh, Alan, or, uh, Alan, Jesus, uh, Bourbon Sherbert uh, kind of uh, looks uh, to both of you um, and says. Well, apparently now I am Bourbon Sherbert, Archmage, and Revolutionary Rupert, and I have brought my most stalwart allies. I would like you to meet Quinny and Butthole. Let's kick some ass. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yaverne, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time The Half-Blind Prophet Christopher Little Sue One George Dolby Richard Cranium Sammy Boy Orion Birchfield Scott Garland Benjamin V Gavin and Abby McDonald Logan Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary, I just... Don't want to do it anymore. Just together with me. Radio check, who's this? I didn't do it! You never do anything! We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit! I am not doing it on purpose! Stop. Stop! Oh god. I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. 
or listen now to season one, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.